As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Our relaunch is spicy, and to celebrate, we are giving away a copy of Dune Imperium donated by the Gamingverse. All you have to do is fill out the form in the show notes before the end of May. What are you doing still listening to an ad? Go and fill it in. Coming to cinemas soon. Or probably not. Introducing... Splendor, the movie. Scene opens in 1600s Italy. A man with his young family in their cottage among a thriving village. Darling, could you forage some food for tonight's meal? The man leaves the next morning, and when he returns from the forest, he finds his village destroyed and his family dead. No! Everything I love has been destroyed! He sees through his tears of pain in the distance, an army leaving in celebration, a British flag flying with the party being led by infamous black-hearted Admiral Falau. Go get my revenge. Using the jewels the village kept hidden, he travels land and sea to gain prestige, reach nobility, and exact his revenge on the Admiral. What a movie. (laughs) It sounds sounds like it would be a very... Dramatic movie. Yeah. I mean, I put the drama in as much as I could with, with my parts there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I definitely feel like you want to extract some revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why we're bothering with the podcast. We've cast Alex. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope I had someone much better for this. But, um, yeah, like. Um, I guess when you when you pitch this um, movie, um, I sort of thought of the movie like you know. Do you know the movie Book of Eli that had? Um, yes. Sorry. Oh, I've forgotten the guy's name. Denzel Washington is that Denzel? Uh, I don't think it is. I I thought it was Idris Elba for some reason. I, I'm probably wrong. It's, I watched that movie when I was quite young. Okay, well, now we've got a bet going. Five cents on um, Denzel Washington. Oh, you're probably uh, right. In fact, uh, I'm certain uh, you are. I'm certain you are because I don't think that Idris was that. It's Alex. Alex for the win. Yep, that's fine. And it had no Tunis, <laughs> right? I'm thinking of the right yes. movie, aren't I? Yes. Okay, right. I'm just <laughs> They're a both terrible very person. handsome men. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantastic actors. Let's, let's oh, sorry, sorry. Past, you know, past their <laughs> that was sort of like the, the dark, gritty, dramatic sort of idea that I had for this movie. Like, I, I, I sort of... 
Does that mean we can put in an excellent twist as well, like Book of Eli had? Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, twist. <laughs> is, is that what you were sort of going for, Pippa? Like that, that it's sort of like, like really harsh contrast, really gritty, like – it's yeah, dramatic, so, but it's not like full of action. It's sort of more about the story. Yeah, so it's I'm thinking like quite grey, like in 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 colour in the picture, and quite dusty. And you know, he's travelling along slowly. He's meeting people, and he has to barter his way across. So he's having to be smart. And there's a lot of storyline, but he's not like fighting for it. He's not like kung fuing and. Right. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Have you seen movie silence like that, but enjoyable? <laughs> I thought you were going to pitch a Tarantino sort of dialogue only movie, but that's good. Yeah. I, I, I much prefer something like silence <laughs> than um, <laughs> something very, very um, audio driven in that way. Yes. Lots of, lots of, lots of talk. Well, obviously not, because I can't talk, but lots of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, we got, uh, got a nice twist at the end. Uh, I was wondering exactly how he's going to extract his revenge. On- <laughs> As you put it before, is he going to use dentist dentist skills? Well, see, this is how he also gets additional gems, right? Like he just pulls <laughs> them out of there. Oh, <laughs> Of the other, yeah. it's a the twist. Nobles, he gains <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The twist is he's a dentist. <laughs> <Yeah>. He becomes <laughs> a noble's dentist. Eventually, working his way up, becoming the dentist recommended to the admiral. <laughs> he seems pretty pretty uh, black hearted. So, like, what what's the revenge? Like, pulling out his teeth isn't isn't much of a revenge for destroying his entire village. I mean, I don't see him in my head as as a murderer. I see no. him, him travelling along, meeting other people that have maybe been done wrong by the Admiral, and when they get there, they take well, – maybe that's the twist. You know, they don't kill him. They do – They just destroy his life so he wishes he died. Exactly. <laughs> in 1600s England, they, they take his sheep. <laughs> yeah, because I guess in sixteen hundreds England, I guess they 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 just wouldn't have good dental care already anyway. So we don't have it now. Yeah, cast <laughs> him out so, of his land. Yeah, he's like my sheep's, and then they're like sheep. Give him leprosy. Yeah, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. All right. Well, so like, <laughs> is he raising a militia, or is he sort of bringing a party of people with stories to tell to the? I was thinking, so the reason the village has jewels that are hidden is the the village elder or his family were jewellers and they're quite clever. They've got their little village. It's gorgeous. You know, they're all there. And when the Brits take it down, like we do, um, (laughs) that's well hidden. So you've played the game Splendour. You know, you need to get these gems. You need to trade up to get those points, the jewels. So he gets yeah. these jewels and he starts travelling. Um, so he meets other people. It might be that he needs to, you know, he needs to gain nobility. So he needs to talk to other people. He needs to 
fit in when he gets across. He needs to be clever. He needs to pay to get across the sea. Um, Maybe he is a jewel. He actually takes these gems and turns them into something more valuable, exactly. which would attract nobility and their wives towards him. Ah, so the thriving village is thriving due to their jeweling capabilities? Yeah, they're like dwarves forging stuff that's really good. Okay. They have money. And in a non-fantasy setting. Well, they don't don't need need it. If they've got farms and stuff, they don't. It's like the um, Aztecs and gold. They don't care. They want the chocolate. Precisely. They know the things important in life are love and laughter and friendship. Yeah, but then the Brits come <laughs> along and they're like, no, it's about money and conquering and we're going to take all your jewels. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm remembering and the scene with the corn. I can tell you that the director of um, the Book of Eli, he did a couple of very interesting movies. So he did the Book of Eli. He also did From Hell, which was a bit more of a horror movie, so it's still got that really dark essence. And he even did a couple of corn video clips. Oh, no way. Okay, so there's there's that grey grunge that you want. Yep, yep. I don't know if you guys wanted to throw anyone else into the into the mix, but this this was Albert Hughes and Alan Hughes. They're the not to be confused with the Blues Brothers. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's cool to me. I mean, I was looking at um, now. I can't pronounce his first name, so I'm going to have to give you a surname, and you can work out the rest of the puzzle. Del Toro. <laughs> Vincent Don Del Toro, is that no, his name? No, guys. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm like going to see it written down. Hang yes. on. Um, Benicio Del Toro? No, it's like Gu- Guillermo. Guillermo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he did Pan's Labyrinth, didn't he? He did, and The Shape of Water, and which is super weird. It is super weird. We we did a dice art on that. <laughs> Such it was an also odd weird, movie. But good. But um, <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth, I absolutely love. That actually, that hits the nail on the head, actually, for me. That is perfect. Pan's Labyrinth, that sort of, yeah, those muted colours they use throughout that movie. And then they're really bright in some areas too. But it's like, you know, the realistic, and then there's like the dreamlike muted. Yes. Yeah, just agree with me and pretend I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) No, so you've got what I meant when I was saying, like, greyish, you know, like when the movie starts and they're in this beautiful Italian village, it's colours, you know, the river is blue, the grass is green, the horses neigh, you know, and then he comes back and the British are marching away and it's grey, like the colours are still there, it's just so much more dank. And then, you know... If they flash back, so he's seeing his happy wife and child laughing in the meadows, then that's bright. But then all the the realistic dark stuff where he's upset is is all like muted and grey. Yeah, I see that. Pan's Labyrinth, what a that is good. So that was Guillermo del Toro. Yep, sold. (laughs) I'm gonna write this down. (laughs) Everyone agree? Yep, yep, yep. Sounds good to me. Sweet. So, do you want to start with the leading man? 
Are you talking to me? Okay. Um, <laughs> the Revenge Man. I called him Revenge Man because you didn't give him a name. Any good Italian name? It's, it's going to be a. It's going to be a sexy name. Okay, so I'll, I'll just look up Italian names. Then. Sexy Italian names. Yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo. Done. Romeo. Alessandro. <laughs> you did the same thing I did, and that's the yeah, top of I the just, list there. I, I didn't want to it. say that one. You didn't want to, you wanted <laughs> I, to the second best. I like Alessandro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought Alessandro sounds more like me. It's number one on the <laughs> Google list. <laughs> Everything's sexier in Italy. <laughs> Is that a fact? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lorenzo <laughs> or Alessandro. <laughs> Either way, um, I actually thought, you know, I'm going to look up some attendance. And um, one of the people that I noticed was Vincent D'Onofrio, who you know from Law and Order Criminal Intent, who is an incredible actor. I have seen him in a couple of things, and he's just so worlds apart from every other role made. Like, I've seen him as a blind man. He was in a... Um, in a movie that had a like a canoe race, and it was him as a blind man, his uh, rowing partner who was deaf or something, and they worked together to get into this kayak race, and he was so different in that. And in The Cell with um, Jennifer Lopez, he was like the nightmare dude in The Cell. Like I didn't even recognise him in that. He was so incredible. But anyway, Vincent D'Onofrio, Italian descent actor i thought he would make a great you know 50 something older gentleman using his jewels and talking his way into into town oh you were thinking a 50 something i was thinking like young family so i was going not not quite that much of a of an older gent well they all looked older then didn't they i mean they only lived till they were 30 or something (laughs) well i mean i figured you just died there time has gone and you know (laughs) some of the crazy cgi things they've been doing um with people nowadays so i mean maybe although having said that i've just done a little calculation on who i was planning for my lead to be and he's actually 46 uh, turning oh, seven so I probably I've, I've probably had him younger just from all the movies that I've grown up with him um, as so but he's he's got that um, kind of you know able to to trek through and and chase after you know his man and all that sort of thing that he's going after you know if he ends up having to climb through some mud he's he's done uh, the reverend so you probably already know who who I'm going for here he's also had some experience with Diamonds in blood diamonds. <laughs> he has had to work his way to the top and the elites and all that sort of thing. And the great Gatsby and the Wolf of Wall Street, I'm talking about no other than the Leonardo DiCaprio of Hollywood. He would make a sexy Italian man. You're right. Oh, yeah. But, again, he's great acting, please, Alex. Yes, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. And you. Blood Diamond, you're an amazing Blood Diamond. Objectifying men. Can't believe it. <laughs> yes, he's very attractive. 
But just for the record, because this is a fictional movie, um, <laughs> yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, it could be from when he was 30. It doesn't that, have to I be mean, his current day. Our, we can hop in our time machine and go back. Yes, that's right. No, we just grab him from when he was 30. The but time yeah, machine that will um, also use to travel forward in time, get all the secrets <laughs> of the future, bring them back in time, place our bets in the stock market, and earn the money to be able to produce this movie, because otherwise I don't know how we're doing it. For those, um, go pitch. For those people who, like me, don't know names, can't put them to faces, always a step behind. Vincent is the fella from Men in Black. No, he was also Men in Black. Yep. (laughs) Who is an alien puts his skin on? (laughs) Again, completely different. (laughs) Yeah. Like, unrecognisably different. I watched a lot of Criminal Intent and, like, I loved Criminal Intent and I loved watching him. And then I didn't realise because I'd seen Men in Black and I'd seen, um, you know, Full Men and I'd seen that movie with the kayak and, like, I just didn't, it didn't click that it was the same person. He's, he's got a very wide. It's enough about him. I, I like. No, um, I, no, I agree with you. I was Renzo staring. I was, staring well. in, I was. I completely agree with you. I was staring in Daredevil for ages at uh, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, and just going, "I recognise this dude. I really recognise him." And it took me an embarrassing <laughs> amount of time to realise that it was that it was the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had be... another option. Please uh, go. I think you will be happy with this because I find this man also incredible. Um, and again, like didn't recognize him and he's gone on to do so many more things since I saw him. But Idris Elba. Yes. Like, yeah. like, just to sort of twist it on its head a little bit. Mm, he puts on American accent in The Wire, which is unrecognizable. Like he, he perfectly blends in with all the other Americans in that. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure if he put his mind to it, he could be an Italian man easily. But I saw him as having that. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Look, I love all of the suggestions that have come in. I'm I'm watching this movie. (laughs) Ooh, if we're doing it based on who can do an amazing American accent in a British and Italian TV uh, movie, sorry, um... How good is Hugh Laurie's American accent? So good. Right. So impressive. Would... I digress. Oh, fellow Hugh Laurie. Oh. Oh, hello. Right. right. Interesting. Oh, okay. Because I was going uh, for fellow, I was going Gary Oldman, but then I'll put Gary Oldman in any situation. Very. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Gary Oldman. Uh, he was in, uh, he's, he's. I'm just like, not with names. It's no, no. Because I see faces. Okay. Oh, Fifth you know, element. Right. Fifth element. Yes. Yeah. He is a chameleon. Like I, I never know he's in a movie. Like you said with Vincent, I'm like that fella's good, and my husband's like Gary Oldman. Every time it's Gary Oldman. Mm. <laughs> you just go who's that every time I do 
I reckon you could live next door to me and I'd have no clue. See, I just see him every time and go, fifth element. <laughs> you see, to me, yeah. he's... Um, but I love him in fifth element. Like, he is creepy. He's serious like, he's such a bad guy. Still, still fifth element. I don't know. Not, not bad enough for you. Because I, no. I listed um, Storamon from his movies. His name's Christopher Lee. Yeah, like, yeah. He was pretty evil in that, and I can imagine him sort of being on a horse. <laughs> well, I mean, he's on a horse in Lord of the Rings. Criteria. I can imagine him on a horse in, like, Admiral wear. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. With, like, shorter hair. <laughs> Bear in mind, you could technically pick two because every good admiral has his sidekick. Usually, uh, absolutely, yeah. even more evil sidekick. We could also oh. pick two because we could even go like uh, them from 20 years ago when the grudge first starts and then, because we we're talking about having a bit of like some older gents and stuff like that, age them up for when he then comes to start like, you know, exacting his revenge, and we can have a oh. kind of travel through time with him. If if we're really kind of struggling with, you know, picking some from all these fantastic, you know, actor choices. How many how many years did you picture this going through, um, Pippa? Because like he, I mean, he's got a family, he's got a wife that wants him to forage for food, and then he comes back for his day trip or week trip. I don't know. She says for tonight's meal. So it's obviously she, he's gone for a day, and he comes back, and his family's dead. How yeah. long from that point to um, kicking the admiral out of his lands and stealing his sheep is, you know, well, what's that time frame? I don't know. What's the time frame in The Prince's Bride? Oh. Like, how, you know, like, he yeah. seems to just sort of get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely meant to be quite a few years later with Princess Bride. Um, as to how many like, I, did they say? I, I feel five, like it's six, at least ten, seven years, ten years. I feel like yeah, I feel like she's meant to be quite like a young princess, like ordering him around, like you know, oh stable boy, do this, and then kind <laughs> of oh, oh, but then again, I guess they're kind of inappropriate in the stables for that time. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> she's marrying. Yeah, that married annoys me about movies husband. like this. You've got this person that commits this great evil and then they're living pretty for like 10 years while this person is building up to their revenge. Like they've got a shit life, you know, just, just being in this absolute pain and torment for 10 years, planning this out. Welcome to and this life, person's Alex. just like eating pigs and slaughtering sheep and, getting fed peeled grapes by by his servants sort of thing for 10 years, then he eventually just gets chucked out of his land. He probably stole those grapes from the village as well because we don't grow them in England. So, <laughs> you know, that's one of the many treasures that we stole. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it would take a while um, to walk from it, Italy it would. To, to England and obviously you have to Oh, let's check there. that on Google Maps. That's something they didn't have in the 1600s. <laughs> but he has to trade up anyway. He doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know, you know, much about anything. Um, so he's got a lot of work to do. So, yeah, I don't know, and, you know, you can't just go from, you know, the bottom level having a forage for your family to I am a prestigious dentist overnight. Like there's several <laughs> years of dental school. 
Yeah, I mean, dental school's tough. I mean, at what point do you make that decision? I would imagine at the time where you go, my way to get revenge will be to take out people's teeth for killing my family. No, um, just Googled um, how long Wesley was gone for in Princess Bride. Apparently 15 years, according to Google, for him to be able to become the dreaded pirate Roberts. There you go. Yeah. So he was gone for how, how many years. How many hours a day would you reckon you'd walk? Eight or nine? Eight or nine continuous continuous days. Right. He's got to stop. Yeah, he has to stop. He eats. He has to meet other people. He has to get the right clothes and things. So yeah. it's going to take a while. So in the game of Splendor, as you go through and get these developments, are we almost saying and then getting the um, prestige from the nobles noticing you, are we kind of saying that in – the movie that is almost them like the getting the developments is almost like getting other towns and villages and stuff on board so because they're on board they're like a resource to him and then as he starts to get more and more of those town other towns and villages and stuff that have also you know had to uh have their lives thrown upside down by the you know black-hearted admiral that that is what starts to get the attraction of the nobles, or is oh, it? That's an interesting take. I was sort of picturing he was getting the fame from. So he sort of he he takes the jewels, and he gets fame for having the jewels, and then he sort of makes the second level, which gets him fame for making that level, which you then present to the third level, which you right. then present to the nobles. Right. So as he travels, he is showing off his jeweling skills. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay, it wouldn't actually take that up. long to walk from Italy to Britain, by the way. Oh, yeah? How long? Yeah, so I I sort of – I made it about six-hour days, you know, two hours or eating or resting, you know, stops and stuff. It would only actually take 75 days. Plus his jewellery crafting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he gave him two hours a day. Like one day he might walk all day or two days he might walk for – you know, for two days straight for 10 hours. That gives him a whole whole day of jewellery crafting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a jeweller. I can't tell you how long not, it takes to Not that I know how long it will take to, yeah, to make something like that in the 1600s. You I just, know, you my just, resin pours take 24 hours. That's the closest I come to jewellery. <laughs> what, what we're lacking here is females. Absolutely. Um, maybe he, you know... <gasps> He get he got he gathers up you know he gets the outfit he gets the lingo from village boy to you know whatever level is going up maybe he gets himself a nice banished wife on the way you know what he's getting revenge for his family he's gonna fall in but, love on the way you know, no a couple of years but it's not love it's building himself up nobility he might meet a nice lady a nice widow well well I did get a list of the nobles from Splendor and there's a few females that he could um, entice and attract. Maybe one of these noble women actually fall for him. There you go. Maybe he goes. I don't actually know who many of these are, though. So (laughs) give it, give us some names because we need to pick original wife anyway, and other strong females on the way. Okay. Well, uh, the original wife that gets murdered has to be someone villagery looking. (laughs) (laughs) Italian villagery. 
I can't help you out there. But um, all these nobles wait, wait, have wait. different Why does she descent? have to be villagery looking after we were just talking about how dreamy the male could be? I'm confused. Well, I mean, he, he would look villagery too. He okay. would look villagery too, wouldn't he? While while in a village, I mean, he's not rich and like suave yet, is he? No, 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 no. no? I suppose not. I'm pretty sure everyone back then only bathed once a week. I don't think anyone was that that <laughs> dapper. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just a lady, a lady in a village. She was still a lady in a village. Like Belle. Exactly. From Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I've got a French noblewoman. I was like, like me? What? <laughs> Sorry. You're beautiful too, Belinda. <laughs> Always um, have out of the Out of the women nobles, I'm oh, sorry, I know I'm, I'm glazing over the, um, the villager, oops. The villager um, lady. There is um, Anne of Brittany. She was from France. There was oui, Catherine oui. de Medici. She was Italian, Italian noblewoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then married to a French royalty. There was Isabella, one of Castile. She was from Spain. Of Scots. I'll let you guess where she's from. Germany. <laughs> and Very there's solid. one more here. Uh, Elizabeth of Austria. Again, I'll let you guess where she's from. <laughs> Prussia. <laughs> okay, well, well if, if you want to go the Italian one, let's let's go Catherine de Medici. I'll send you a picture of her and try and cast her. Well, look, we're um, all involved in the filming of this, so let's get something out of it. Let's start filming in Italy, and let's get married to a French or Spanish girl so we can go and eat and drink there. <laughs> I like it. I like uh, all of our favourite picturesque locations. Here is, uh, what was her name again? Catherine de Medici, which is interesting because there's another game called Medici, which I quite like by Reina Canizia. Um, yeah, cool. More board game reference. Think about how amazing the costumes could be in this movie. For oh, all I the love that. Yeah. I didn't even think that's of my that. favorite bit about this, this stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, I I should have sat down and picked a costume designer. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like beautiful scenery. Like I'm all about the scenery where they're traveling up through, and yeah. It would be a good movie. I genuinely believe this. As always, we would like to thank our sponsor, The Gamingverse. The best way to support our show is to support them too. You can visit online or in person and mention our podcast or use the code HARD online for a sweet discount. We love our shows and we love your support. Check out the links for The Gamingverse below. Now, back to the show. Okay. I like both. (laughs) Do I have to choose one? This lady is quite pretty. She does have fancy clothes. She got like um, trying to describe what she's wearing. She's a, um, a fancy cream cuff around her neck. You know, like it goes sort of wavy up and downy. I know exactly um, what you mean. Like a ruffled yeah. collar. 
Yeah, yeah. but like they do it in cream around cakes. <laughs> Tasty. And, and she's got like a walnut top. <laughs> what? They look like walnuts. And pads look like leaves. <laughs> I think she's, she's sort of stand but still pretty. I don't know. I, I think it's called fluffy a fluffy rolled hair. Thing around a <laughs> neck. I'm pretty sure it's called a ruff. It's like a pirate thing. I'm just gonna. I, I'm just gonna say this. We need a new podcast where you just describe clothing because this is gold. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as well. Like, <laughs> it looks like she's got little almonds going around her dress. Yeah, yeah. She just looks like a fancy cake. Yeah, it, it's like one of those hidden pictures, like in one of those, um, those uh, you know, like the eleventh hour, those books where the illustrations, a mm. massive illustration, but it's made of little illustrations in between. It's like yeah. hidden things, you know, you know, clothing here. <laughs> so I'll shoot for you. Which one is French? Which one is French? Yes. Of of what? Sorry. The ladies wasn't one of them French. Were you tr- struggling to oh, choose between can... a French and a Spanish lady? No, this was the Italian lady. Oh, because to cross the border, we're going to have to go to France. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't remember which one was French. Uh, not that one. Um, not that one. Of uh, Brittany, maybe. It's funny because when I was looking <clears> up <throat> actors and actresses to be in this, everybody I thought and of Brittany. Oh, Brittany. There we go. France. Um, everybody I looked up was Latin, <laughs> like um, South American. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I was looking at the um, the fella who plays the Mandalorian. Um, ah, yeah, incredible, and yeah, so lots of different actors and actresses from there. He's popping up in everything now as well, Pedro Pascal. He is. No complaints. Again, excellent actor. <laughs> <clears throat> so Anne of Brittany was a Duchess of Brittany. But she was the Queen Consort of France. Twice. Mm-hmm. The only woman to have been Queen Consort of France twice. So she was uh, she was born in France and died in France. And um, she was married. But who cares? She can have an affair with this jewel. Yeah, and what, what fruit is she wearing? She's from 14. She's got kiwi fruits. <laughs> There. She's got kiwi fruits surrounding her cowl or hood. Is that a cowl? I don't know. You got on the picture. Now you can't unsee it because it looks like kiwi fruits. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> yeah, 100% kiwi fruits. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? She actually reminds me. Um, I watched, uh, what was that series? It was all about the Tudors. Um, was it Tudors? Was it Tudors? <laughs> <laughs> when I yes, heard. Yes, it was. The ca- I'm just going to look up the Tudors card. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Natalie Dormer. She played Anne Boleyn, um, and I could see her right in that bed. 
Oh, she yes, she's ever so regal. Yes, yes, she can be. <laughs> I've not seen. Um, oh, see, it says she's famous for things, lots of things that I haven't seen. So I don't know much about her, but just the look of her, yes, yeah, she'd be, she'd fit. Yep. Yeah. She's in. Uh, she's in the Hunger Games. She's in Captain America. She's in heaps of stuff now. Sorry, was this for the for which one? Were we doing here? Kiwi fruit, lady. Kiwi fruit. Yes, kiwi fruit. Anne of Brittany. Anne of Brittany. (laughs) So the noble woman that falls in love with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think it is. Okay, well, for his original wife, who was the Italian lady, um, I was thinking like. Uh, who was I thinking before? Hang on, I had it written down. Liv Tyler was she the? Oh, has got um, Italian descent. Anyway, um, but she might maybe not be like that village look, like when you were talking about having like you know, being. Oh, like, that's alright. It, it's just, you know, just a bit of dirt on the face, isn't look. it? Doesn't she? It's just dirt on the face. That's fine. You, you just rub. Muck up their hair, put them in some drabby clothes. They look like a villager. <laughs> okay, sure. Yep, easily done. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what every you know uh, set and costume director on any set is like. Yep, easily done. We make them look like a village just by rubbing some dirt on them. <laughs> yeah. I would like to apologise. <laughs> I'd like to apologise to all village folk who might be listening to this. Please know that we don't all think you're grubby. That's true. <laughs> Only in the 1600s. <laughs> so just to sort of like wrap it up, we, we sort of, we, we came up with this beautiful storyline where uh, a man was in, you know, in love with his wife, they had kids, they had this beautiful, happy life. And then it all goes horribly wrong when he goes out to find food for probably the next week, not just for tonight's meal. and um, then he comes back and his village has been destroyed. Who who do we pitch for the admiral? This evil admiral, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman and Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, okay, I'll write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he sort of he takes the village jewels and he all around him as as he travels towards Britain, and he starts creating. Interesting and intricate people, which attract more and more rich folk towards him. And then, what's her name? Anne of Brittany. Anne of Brittany gets her attention, and he makes her a beautiful. Is she wearing any jewelry? A necklace? Is that a necklace she's got on? Yes, yeah, yeah. She's got like a, a bit of a drop kind of pendant going down it's behind the bustier. Yeah, like we can't see it. Yeah, at some point he might Ooh, save her from like a horse. <laughs> I like the idea of her riding side saddle and her horse giving a bit spooked and him being like, whoa. And like, oh, that's when yeah, their eyes meet. Oh, yep, yep. And then he gives her the, this pendant, which yeah, her, like her goes away and makes it for doesn't her. know where it's from. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and then they fall in love and then she brings his case to the nobility, and then they kick Fallow out of the lands that he's been granted for destroying everything. Turns out she's a nice lady too. 
kind of <laughs> hoping that he might strangle Fallow with like a necklace that he had made, but that's fine too. Maybe, Maybe he goes to. Maybe like you know he he loses his temper a bit, but then he actually listens. Like she's there and there, and he's like, darling, no. Ooh, he goes to strangle her with like his own wife's necklace. And then he realizes that she wouldn't want that, and she'd actually want him to be happy and to move on with this new, lo- lovely young lady. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us for um, the Splendor movie. Hopefully, in cinemas soon. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode. Stay in touch and tell us what you think on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Check the links in the show notes to stay connected. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.